Welcome to Knives Out, Minute by Minute. Welcome to episode 89, the 89th minute. I'm your host for this week, Park Parkinson, and with me again is my guest for this week, Antu. Hi, Antu. Hey, Park. Again, we're here for minute 89. That's 88 minutes, 0 seconds to 88 minutes, 59 seconds, almost at the one and a half hour mark. In this minute, uh, Marta tells Walt what's what. Uh, ghosts check her mail and dun 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 uh, blackmail and a call from Blanc at the same time what will she do and <laughs> the answer is she she goes to ransom she hangs up and goes to ransom so let's talk about the minute what did you think uh yeah I I think you brought it up um, in the green room but yeah just how deflated Walt seems after like failing at his sort of like trying to convince Marta to share the money or give it over yeah yeah he seems so threatening before like we talked about how it, it's it's hard to parse out at first mm. at least from it i found hard to parse out whether he was trying to be threatening or just yeah. so frustrated that his anger was leaking out and that's why he seemed scary and or was it just michael shannon and and the answer is it seems like <laughs> frustration because she really just deflates him. She's like, well, you know, then I've got all your resources and yeah, I'll I'll hire the good lawyers because I've got your money. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and and runs inside and closes the door and he's just uh, 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 <laughs> and and that's all he can do and he just looks broken. Yeah, he sort of does that thing that people generally do in movies where, like, the other person has, like, left the room or whatever, <laughs> and he finishes his sentence, like... <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, but, and, and, and furthermore, uh, yeah. and I'm talking to a door now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's sort of, like, uh, it's emblematic of his, like, character in... You know, like how his dad says, like, you need to be your own man. Like, his lack of assertiveness and how he's kind of just never really, like, he's always followed in his dad's, like, follows his dad's orders and stuff like that. So that's the way I've read it. Oh, for sure. However mean Harlan might have been in his judgment of his children, uh, he's not imperceptive. He's, He's totally right. And... Walt is a good example of that. Like, yeah, Walt is kind of spineless. He doesn't really have anything of his own. Yes. And it it really would be better for him, maybe, to just get kind of kicked out of the nest finally. Yep. And it's it's a shame it didn't happen, you know, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, sooner, yeah. Uh, or that his father wasn't able to do that in a way that was, you know, timely and kind. Yes, and, and instead, a bit, a bit more nurturing, and yeah, 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 and instead, the only way that he apparently managed to do that is is uh, with his death. <laughs> <laughs> yes, forcing him, uh, forcing him out. 
I disliked Walt more beforehand. The more we talk about it, the more I he's not a good guy exactly, yes. but but he uh, he's pathetic. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. And I, he I, wasn't he wasn't like exactly useless. Like he was doing the grunt work and trying to like you know keep the books relevant and sell make money and stuff like that. Yeah, he was a secretary and yep. and a, and a bookkeeper. I mean, he was. He was treated like an employee. Mm. Um, yeah, I just, I just every time he he would say, you know, our books, so on. Yes. Just, oh, it's just sad. It's just pathetic. Yeah, it's the difference between between feeling um, feeling someone is pitiful versus feeling uh, I don't know good about them like i feel sorry for him and that he is pitiful but i don't like i don't like him any better i just Mm -hmm. yeah what a what a sad sack so (laughs) so then we go in and she gets her mail and there is uh uh i know what you did letter (laughs) yep uh really really clear bit of uh blackmailing there and then there's a a photocopy, and we don't know exactly what it means, but we know from the I know what you did note yep. and from Marta's reaction that it's serious. Uh, and then we get a call, she gets a call from Blanc. Mm-hmm. I really, I, the detail in this whole minute that stuck out to me most was her cracked cell phone. <laughs> yes, I thought that was a great detail of like her station in life and. Yeah, she she clearly like I don't have the money right now to like fix this at all. I will tolerate this. Yeah, this is it's functional. Yep. It's it's pure it's a cosmetic thing. I require the phone. I'm I and I can afford the phone and the service. Yep. And uh, and I got to say also a a decent apartment. Um yep. And that's like and we've seen the outside too. It's something I I that I talked about in the in the first five minute chunk mm-hmm. um they, they talk about this i think like being like a, a a poor neighborhood but it's a nice poor neighborhood <laughs> yeah, like poor it's, neighborhood, yeah. it's a it's a it's a upper middle working class oh yeah working middle yeah 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 it's it's not um it's not it doesn't look rough like the streets look like clean there are trees around it's not like a <laughs> hole you know yeah, I've so lived in like... much worse neighborhoods <laughs> than than uh, Marta's family is living in right then. Yeah, it's, it seems really nice. Like it's uh, you know supposed to be like rural Massachusetts or some somewhere, so it seems pretty decent. Like or at least out outside of like way outside of Boston. Yeah, yeah, like far suburban maybe. Yep. Um, yeah, and then. It's kind of the the inside of the apartment is kind of nice, and her and her family they they have laptops, and yeah. they they look like nice like laptops, but also they look like they get used frequently. They're not like brand new stuff. I, yes. They really it seemed like paid a lot of attention to situating where she was economically. Things are okay, but they're not yeah. safe. Like yeah. they're doing all right, but they're not. They're comfortable enough. They're not like under constant threat or they're not yeah. um but but they're not in a place where like one big disaster could still yeah, be a big disaster yep. yeah exactly exactly I, I i will say yes like this this film is like it's got 
it's got a really nice eye for detail. Like everything adds to like the greater picture in in terms of characterizing, like <laughs> yes, the characters and uh, the world we're in. I, I think that's a very uh, very Johnson esque thing. Yeah. yeah, like if yeah. it's not directly commented on, it's it's well, you know, it's show don't tell. And I think he really does like he's showing you everything. He's not like. They're not talking. They never talk about the cracked phone, as far as 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 far as I can remember. And I think that I don't really, recall it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like it does the job. Like he trusts. Like yeah, he trusts the audience. He's not like, hey, dummy, pay attention to this. <laughs> it's all it's all there for us. So after this, uh, we we're wondering. There's a moment where it seems like she might answer the phone. Uh, she might do something else. Maybe she'll go to Walt. And tell Walt to go back outside. And instead, we get this very quick transition. And she's with Ransom. And this is a... I Just out of curiosity, I just brought up the script um, as you were talking to see like what was on the script for that scene. And yep. they did some shuffling around. The, that originally, this was going to go to to Blanc uh, mm-hmm. first. But instead, they, they put the scene with Ransom here where she's in uh, Ransom's bedroom and they skipped the part where originally in the script she had they had her like had Marta arriving at Ransom's place it starts out from Ransom's point of view he wakes up to his phone ringing she's outside and she goes in and then we go to the living room and this just cut all of that and just here we are living room I really love that was a good change I really (laughs) like that it's like moving fast because uh, yeah. she's moving fast i feel like this is kind of a turning point for her mm-hmm. um and that it works and then uh yes i i think that was a decent cut because like <laughs> obviously the audience knows like marta has a car and can call people and, you know, yeah yeah those all seems yeah that's a, that's a decent edit we don't we don't need a, a birdemic style driving scene with her <laughs> yes, exactly uh, her just 20 minutes drives to ransom's uh, uh house uh yeah that was really good and then uh ransom tells her what's what she she he doesn't know what the number is on there or what part of the photocopy is she's like well that's like yeah. my like identifying number as a healthcare professional as, yep. as a nurse and then yeah, her bag yep yeah yeah and then he's like oh well that that's this and this, this is the toxicology report oh they're gonna find the overdose and she's like oh well then i'm i'm so yeah, I'm screwed, screwed. <laughs> yeah so they he gets information from her but then he tells her what it means yep and uh and then she makes the conclusions. There was I, I like the back and forth. Like it was mm. the, both characters working together. And then just from this, was, we only get about uh, 10, mm, 10 seconds uh, with Ransom's house and Ransom. Uh, and we see her car parked out front and we see the house. I real I do like um, what a, a noted change there is to like her interior of her, you know, yep. Not terrible apartment to his small but very rich man's house. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's made very... of windows. <laughs> I don't, I don't get these sorts of houses. There's no privacy. No, I would. I'll, I you, you have to wear a bathrobe all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. 
It's all um, windows. And and again, like just the the set design here is like it's got some like expensive looking art. Those empty brown bottles that are filled with nothing. I guess they're just there for decoration. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the furniture is yeah, like like, again, like 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 jugs, big brown jugs. <laughs> yeah, what are those? I was like. Uh, yeah, everything is very light and airy. Mm. He's got some art hanging over his fireplace. He's got some like sort of um, modern furniture around. Yeah, uh, yeah. It looks it looks very. Um, it looks like a really fancy, really expensive dorm room. <laughs> like someone like has that kind of like aesthetic, but mm. you know, the it the the top floor apartment of the fraternity house that only the richest of rich people can afford to yep. be members of yeah uh and, and that's how he seems uh with his sweaters um <laughs> you know i it, it, it the apartment definitely matches ransom again it's uh, you said johnson's detail yep uh well <laughs> considering we went ahead and covered what we're supposed to. I don't know if we have anything to cover for this particular episode. No, I think. Is there I anything else you would we say about this it. minute? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, snappy editing, mm-hmm. fast paced minute. We get three um, locations and uh, some POV and some quick transitions. It's 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 a good minute. Obviously, the pressure has built. <laughs> yes, like the pressure's on now. I can't imagine anything else. There are no other twists or turns that could possibly occur <laughs> that could make this a more tense situation than it already is. <laughs> this has got to be the height. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll go to our Thursday question about Ryan Johnson. So onto uh, what, um, how do you like Ryan Johnson as a director other films of his that you're particularly fond of mm-hmm. or, or hate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I really like Johnson. Uh, I remember seeing brick on a date like years ago. And I think even that's a weird then, date like, movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was in my sort of like late teens, early twenties. And uh, I, no, I, I can see how it's a, like a pretty good date movie. Cause like, it's very, there's a lot to talk about, and it's very literary in terms of... Oh, that's of true. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, just even, like, Brick as a film is such, like, a great debut. It's so impressive, and, you know, just how it takes all the noir tropes and, like, puts it in a high school setting. It's, like, it's a pretty great film, and, uh, like, uh, I didn't actually... I didn't actually see The Brothers Bloom at all. <laughs> like, I, uh, I know people love that, but I was just, like, I don't know why I never got around to seeing that, but... I enjoy Looper. I and yeah, I my favorite of his is probably uh, like The Last Jedi. Actually, I love that a lot. It just really blew me away when I saw it in theaters and stuff. Yeah, I feel like um, uh, Last Jedi and Brick are going to be the two that people talk about the yep. most. And there, I I will confess, there are the other two Johnson movies that I've seen. Um, I think I might have seen. I might have seen parts of Looper. Yeah. Um, I, but I, I think more just like critics who were talking about movies that year who showed like bits or maybe someone <laughs> was watching it and I saw a little bit of it, but I haven't watched 
I haven't watched the whole of. Uh, I think it was like doing the rounds, like definitely because of the the Bruce Willis factor and like yeah the the, the time travel aspect of it. The the the, the fake nose. Uh, yes, <laughs> it got talked about a lot. Yeah, well, and the fact that it was um, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt who was also the lead in Brick. Yeah. Um, and the picking him to be Bruce Willis seemed like maybe that maybe um Ryan Johnson had was developing a stable of actors that he wanted to use yeah. over and over again which I don't, I don't know how much that is true or not I I, I don't know about like his like his TV like, work does he already pull in or I don't, I don't know if he has I regular think, actors yeah Joseph Gordon-Levitt is was was his guy for a bit like he has a cameo in this film like as as like the voice of a detective during the scene uh, oh that's where, cool yeah, where, like, uh, Marta's sister is, like, watching a TV show involving a killer and he's, like, the detective yelling. You can just hear his voice, like, being, like, hyper-exaggerated and, yeah, melodramatic and stuff. I did but, not know that. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool detail. And, yeah, you could s- sort of see how, like, Brick really sort of, like, helped, like, JGL or whatever. <laughs> helped him <laughs> ascend into, like, relevancy and stuff like that. That was... Oh, for sure, st- yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, before then, I, I had enjoyed him in his yep. comedic role on Third Rock from the Sun. And I yep. think that was the only thing I knew about him or knew him from. And he looked different in Brick. Yep. Like, even though he had kind of longish hair, he he uh, he looked like kind of a little bit buff. Mm-hmm. Um, which he's, he can be sometimes, which is still strange to me. Um, uh but it works, and he's a, he's he seems like a, a talented, you know, cool dude as yeah. far as I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. I I mean, of the couple I've seen, even though I love Brick, mm-hmm. I would say overall, I think it's so hard to compare Brick as a movie to the Last Jedi as a movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so different. Yeah, there's like, like a lot of baggage to Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, I guess of in terms of like as a as a as a crafted complete story mm-hmm. i would say brick is better mm-hmm. um i i would probably be more inclined to rewatch last jedi on any given day and it's got <laughs> yeah, sure. it's got specific moments that are just you know i i love movies that play with established genres like yep. young frankenstein is like one of my favorites um dead men don't wear plaid um you know another 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 uh, uh, noir, but though more of a comedy. Yes, uh, I mean, definitely a comedy. Uh, <laughs> not more of, way more of a comedy than Brick. But <laughs> though Brick has really funny moments, yeah, um, uh, and and they shine out. But there are some like really amazing bits of Last Jedi. Uh, some of the ones that maybe don't fit as well. Like I could see the like, people argue like the 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 casino planet like (laughs) why it like feels like kind of shoved in there or like it's awkwardly mushed into the plot yeah but it's also like so good and i'm i'm like a canto bite defender like (laughs) i I, like i I love that sequence and it's nice to see the other side like another part of like the star wars universe like we we need to see like the asshole war profiteers and like (laughs) yeah makes sense yeah yeah, all, all the things that you sort of are implied must be there, or we yep. get like hints of like, well, the huts 
are around all the time, but they don't mm. seem to work for the Empire. So we know, like, it's not as simple as everybody is on this side or this side. So mm-hmm. what's going on there? Show us what the, what does the war mean to everybody else? Yeah. And and in how are they using it or being used by it? And yeah, it, it's really cool. I think, like, yeah, just, like, the dumb backlash of, like, The Last Jedi of, like... Like, what, basically, like, what Johnson gave us was, like, hey, I'm going to try and help redefine what a Star Wars, like, a mainline Star Wars film can be. And, like, you know, rather than, like, a retread, you know, I, I like, uh, what was the first one? Rise of the Force or whatever. Uh, uh, Force, the Force Awakens. Yeah, Force Awakens. Like, I, I like that fine. I think that's really good, actually. But, you know, it's just, like, offering us, like, a decent like second act conflicted second act in a trilogy like conflicted movie yeah like last jedi is great yeah it, i it was like i mean the force awakens was very much a retread of star wars the, the original uh, a new hope to yep. the point where the, even the characters were going like oh we're doing this again yep. um but with some new things added and some new kinds of characters that we hadn't had before that opened up new problems like oh the stormtroopers can turn good again uh yeah or, or they're all <laughs> child like child soldiers, soldiers. <laughs> yeah. yeah like i mean yeah. it, it opened up some serious cans of worms that yeah. after the last jedi i felt like those were getting delved into or mm-hmm. getting promised to do more with it was like you said it was a really good you know trouble raising i can't remember the word you use but like like uh, conflict con- yes yeah conflict like it, it blew up the conflict it, it and added yep. more conflict and then you know setting up for like well three has to go to a whole new place <laughs> yep. that's because because two like said okay so your standard thing now let's point out like how messed up everything is and how weird all that stuff is with your slight changes that didn't seem to be very big now, but now we can see that means a whole lot. Okay, so number three has got to be like, we're going past take things to a new level. Now <laughs> yeah. we're going to, things have to be all different. And instead it was like, but let's just try and do like the regular stuff. <laughs> yeah, We're going to squeeze two movies of regular stuff into one movie and it's going to be bad. Yeah, no. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like if we continue any further, like, we could just... Yeah, okay, I'm going to get on... Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to do bashing. And that's the point. The point is that Ryan Johnson really cool things that we liked. Yep. Whatever happened next. Um, I, I will uh, say, like... Uh, I dug it. He's clearly, like, a filmmaker. Like, having him... Choosing him to, like, do The Last Jedi was, like, a really smart move. Like, he's clearly a filmmaker that, like, I'm going to give you, like, a world in a film on budget, like... And it's going to be really rich. And I think, like, Kathleen Kennedy, like, picking him to, like, do The Last Jedi was, like, a genius move. Like, a really obvious and, yeah, great move. Yeah. I I, I wish he had been. And I, and I am especially jazzed for that's still supposedly happening, but we've got very <laughs> little news on it. A new Star Wars trilogy that I, I hope it has, like, I hope there's not a galactic war or i hope it takes it, it could totally take place in between movies two and three and yep. and maybe it might make me feel better about um the the last uh about the the rise of skywalker because i think they're trying to do it like in. i think they're trying to do it outside of the skywalker like time so like 
in the future yeah 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 jump ahead like do like what star trek did for next generation just jump ahead like 100 years and (laughs) and uh, and make it all you know it'll feel weird at first but if it's good we'll go along with it yeah we'll we'll accept new characters and there's like a lot in like the eu that he could probably like plumb from and sort of like news and yeah and there's force ghosts there's people you can still bring people back you 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 give him freedom he'll he'll come up with something cool that's yeah i i I trust him completely yep yeah yeah totally i see that um that uh uh levitt also had a uh a voice in last jedi yeah yeah slow and low i do not remember that character i'm sure it was like a like a barely their characters i'm sure it was like a like a one line over the radio <laughs> like yeah so just so gordon levitt could like come in and like say something and be in his movie yeah i but think then, he's been in pretty much all of them in some way shape or form so yeah yeah make him make him a new uh the new han solo character i don't know do something cool with <laughs> put him in a maybe a wookie the 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 sort of corny move would be to like have him be like like a sitcom star (laughs) like a star wars sitcom star (laughs) like uh, like an allusion to like third rock from the sun make make him be his same character from third rock from the sun sun. yeah he's like back he's back out in the galaxy he's like He's here yeah. on a mission from the big giant head work william shatner in <laughs> yeah, there yeah bring it on you know what then i swear he could do whatever he wanted for the rest of the movie they would <laughs> so many nerd boys would be so happy with like you working william shatner into star wars that uh, oh you could probably do whatever else he wanted they would they would eat it up and he could and he could he'd have them on the, he'd have them on their, yep. have them on his side again uh I feel like we talked about as much about Ryan yeah, Johnson as that, the That's episode. like a huge tangent as well. Yeah. All right. That's all right. That's all right. He he's a good director. We like. He did a good job on this yeah. movie. This is why we're talking about it because it's he did a good job. So, uh, Andre, that's that's basically our podcast today as yeah. a, a a a rambly mistakey podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to uh, to plug anything? Uh, yeah, sure. Just follow me at Twitter at. at uh, uh the onto so that's spelled t-h-e-a-n-h-t-u and you can also find our show on twitter at knives out minute please rate review subscribe to knives out minute on your podcatcher of choice and onto and i will see you again tomorrow for minute 90 <laughs>